Sly Show with Super Sly 75. You are listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Mm-hmm. What's up? What's up? Y'all can blame my wife for last night because I was supposed to go live. She had pissed me smooth off, pissed me clean off, pissed me off so bad. I was like, I can't go live. <laughs> she done made me so mad last night. I could not go live, y'all. I was just not, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. And work. Mm-hmm-hmm. Text, text, text. Yeah, she pissed me smooth off. I was like, nope, not in the mental, not in the right frame, frame of mind. So we're here, and I got a lot to cover. So I'm not cram too much in, but enough to make it for last night. So <clears throat> all the awakenings. <laughs> Well, uh, at some point we'll go back to the awakening. I just want to try, I'm just trying to catch the episode when Candy says she has HIV. That's all I really care about. So, you know, text, let me see what this This is. (laughs) All right. My bad, my bad. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. Yo, Macbone, where you been? Man, wait a minute. Let me let me go and hook you up real quick. Okay. You're all set. All right. Um Nah, I ain't gonna do that. I'm I'm not gonna play them Eric July videos right now, bruh. I'm not in, I'm not in Eric July mode, but Friday, Chris Bacon gonna come through and give us the the tea on oof, the sort the Sorka sisters. Yeah, that's that's a wild look, man. So um, we gonna talk. We gonna talk some comic books on Friday. Okay. No, I'm not. No, I do not care to. I've heard it's decent. I mean, no. Okay, you know what? Let's talk. What is it called? Saltburn real quick. Has anybody seen Saltburn? Has anybody seen Saltburn? Starring Barry Keegan and Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi plays the boyfriend uh, and, and Euphoria. With the crazy dad. And everybody knows Barry Keegan. Has anybody seen Salt Burn? Who has seen Salt Burn? 
man listen this movie is all messed up you know what i get it you have to take they have to take some of these roles and so oh my god so many disturbing things so the one boy basically Barry's character is scheming to get next to the rich folk and acquire everything from the kid that or the guy that his his classmate whatever and this weird sexual uh fantasy um ay. so Jacob's character invites him out to his family's home and his inner circle um jeez uh <laughs> so these kids you know live a decadent lifestyle man they do all types of weird stuff and then so he has this this sexual obsession with Jacob's character right and because he's the big strapping guy he's a, he's a jock well, not a jock but he's a popular kid you know he's 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 going to be somebody important right All right, and um, so we before we get to the plot twists and stuff, so so he catches his buddy at one point having sex with old girl, right? And then one point he catches his friend masturbating in a tub. So after dude gets out the tub, the tub drains out. This fool is trying to slurp what's left in the drain. What the hell? Man. This movie is so wigged out. That's not the worst part about it. And then the, and then the one girl, she's on her, on her cycle. He eats her out. So he's just moving up the ranks through dude's friends and then the one dude that didn't like him right he hops on top of him in the bed and he's like you better do then he licks his hand and makes the boy give him sex i was like oh no what is this movie that's not the worst part that's not the worst part and then slowly but surely the kids start dying right the kids that are heirs to this magnificent place called Saltburn and all the fortune right so first jacob's character drops dead angel wings and stuff right at, at the party and then you know because he's pretty much staying there at, at this point and then the girl was like, I know you did something, something about y'all. And one of his friends was like, I don't even know why you're here. Because he's not of their class. And then the daughter that he ate out with on the, on the cycle, she ends up slitting her wrist in the bathtub after he talks to her. So slowly but surely, this plot twist is being revealed. So after the daughter takes herself out, the father's like, look, he said, how much? He opens the checkbook. He's like, how much? He's like, no, sir. I, I, I you know, I, I'm a friend and all. He's like, no, how much to, to get your ass out my life, out my kid, out, out my life. Daddy cuts the boy a check.
Oh, no, I take that back. After Homeboy's funeral, the friend, right? Jacob's character. The weirdo goes to his gravesite. And he, you know, he, he starts, you know, whatever, starts crying and stuff. This fool gets naked and then attempts to have sex in the dirt on top of this boy's gravesite. Literally hours after the funeral. Okay, so let's fast forward after the daughter took herself out. The father cut the, the weirdo a check to leave. So he got some money. And so then he's reading the paper. He sees that the father dies a year or two later, leaving the, the wife, right? So the wife and the weirdo at one point had this little weird interaction. It's really very brief, but in the flashbacks, you see it. And then she, they meet, they meet in this, in this cafe. He just happened to be there on, on the laptop. He's like, oh, how are you doing? How are you? I'm so sorry that, you know, you, you had to leave the way you left. He's like, ah, oh, it's okay, it's okay. She says, won't you come back? Come back to Saltburn. So she invites him back. He has this smile on his face. And then it shows the vantage shot from his point of view when she walks in. He's just typing blah, blah, blah. Literally, there's nothing on the laptop. All part of his plan. So... What ended up happening, as they reveal, he poisoned his friend that he loved so much that he was, you know, sexually, in, in, you know, infatuated with. He poisoned the friend that he liked, he liked, like, right? Then the sister, he, gave, he gives the sister razor blades while she's in her bath, in the, in, in the bathtub, right? Now, it didn't really say how the old man died, the father died per se. But we can assume he, he, he sped up his death. So then, so many time goes by. Now you see the, the mother intubated on a, on a breathing tube. She's on a respirator. Don't know what happened. And he's just over her like, yeah, did my little plan and, you know, blah, blah. I mean, he's just, he's just celebrating because this woman is literally on a ventilator. And so he just turns off the machine. He's like, you know what? Oh, 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 pulls out the breathing tube. And then she starts, <laughs> she starts to succumb, right? But the flashback goes, you, you see her sign over the property of Saltburn and him in case something happens to her. So after she dies, this fool wakes up in the, ca in the castle. He's, dark, he, he's butt ass nigga dancing throughout the castle that he schemed and scammed his way and killed everybody living relative of Saltburn. He's just in the music's playing. This fool was just dancing naked. I was like, this is the goddamn this movie. This is the goddamn this movie I've ever <laughs> Saltburn Saltburn y'all Saltburn Barry Keegan, J Jacob Elordi. This that movie was a mess. That movie was a mess. You be careful of people how far they're willing to go to to get access to your riches. I mean, if you are somebody, you know, just be mindful of who your kids meet in college and start bringing home. You know, if you have a, a, a if you have a, a winter home in, in Aspen, Colorado, and all of a sudden Billy brings home this guy you've never seen before, like. 
what do you, what's your connection to my son? Why are you here? You shouldn't have access to us like that. Okay, that was Saul, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, it was a mess. 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 Whole mess. Hot mess. Okay. Wait, let me go through my list of things I wanted to talk about tonight. All right, so we got... Uh, let me see. Okay. So let me go through my list. Oh, yo. Okay. So I got, I got that Saulburn. Yo, Turkey leg hut. Yo, old girl fired her soon to be ex-husband. Wait a minute. And then they were dragging him in the comments saying he was an eight time felon. Oh, y'all, y'all ain't right. So she met this dude when he was kind of fresh out of prison. Right? His name's Lynn. Lindell. Now when I went, he was there. Okay? So <sighs> let's see here. Let's see here. Now the story goes they both created the turkey leg hut, right? So Nakia began using her maiden name Holmes following her divorce filing in May 2023. Um, Holmes accused Price of being abusive and emotionally and mentally. Oh, abusive emotionally and mentally. Okay. Okay, here we go. Tuesday, February 6th, Price posted and then deleted a letter of termination from Turkey Leg Hut to his Instagram account with the ca with the caption. I can't make this up. In the since deleted post, a consultant who had apparently been hired to help the company streamline its finances tells Price in a letter that his employment is terminated effective immediately. The consultant notes that Price will not be allowed on the premises for any purpose in order to preserve, preserve the safety and security of all of our staff and premises. The letter asserts this is consistent with standard procedures. Price also posted a screenshot of a person he purports to be homeless, removing himself and several others from an employee group chat. His IG profile bio still identifies him as co-owner and co-founder of the restaurant. Now, how is this, is this possible if they both founded the restaurant? Holmes filed a request for a temporary restraining order in June of 2023, uh, alleging that Price had taken money and her car keys from the restaurant and had committed family violence. Okay, so here we go. Uh, 2021 allegations against Price of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. After a man, Daniel Webster, got into a verbal altercation with Holmes, he allegedly, he alleged Price struck him in the head with the gun. The alleged discord between the two men dates back to 2015 when Webster repossessed a van he sold to the then couple around the time that Price went to prison for identity theft and his alleged participation in a tax return fraud. Listen, it's something about men that go to prison. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Listen. A woman finds out you go to prison, she's not gonna kick you to the curb. She's not gonna say no, no thanks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, maybe my experiences, no one's ever told me, oh, Sly, you, you was inside? 
And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Well, what happened? Well, I don't want to get into it. Oh, okay, that's cool. Well, I'm glad you're out. <laughs> I don't. I never had a motherfucker tell me like, oh, you did time? I can't fuck with you. It never happened to me. Never. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. 2020 homes were sued by a former minority owner in Turkey Leg Hut, Stephen Rogers, for reportedly diverting funds away from the business and into other ventures, as well as encouraging patrons to visit Turkey Leg Hut food trucks owned by another company Rogers had no investment in. Holmes filed a countersuit accusing Rogers of embezzlement and other allegations related to financial mismanagement. This, yo, they was in the comments talking about you have former employees dragging the hell out of dude. Dragging dude. This is ugly, y'all. This is ugly. Uh, let's get out of here. Pow. Dope. Give me that. Okay. Okay, wait. Oh, come on. Really? I'm not trying to. I hate this. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Okay, fine. I'll go elsewhere. Not going to do this. Okay, wait. So it says Turkey Leg Hut is not closing home, said in her note, but she added that there are plans for new management and the restaurant is aiming for a revival by late summer or, or early fall. Wow. Uh oh, uh oh, here we go. Let's see what Lipstick Alley has to say. Let's see what our favorite site. Wondering what is going on with a popular restaurant. A lot of turmoil is being played out in public. Fox 26 business reporter Tom Ziska live in the third ward outside the Turkey Leg Hut where a co-founder has been fired, staff laid off and paychecks are missing. Tom. Rashi, a lot of moving pieces here. The Turkey Leg Hut made a splash when it was founded in 25 2015 by husband and wife team Lynn Price and Nakia Holmes. Last year, there were headlines about the couple's separation while they continued to operation, operate the business together until yesterday. From its home on Almeda Road, the Turkey Leg Hut. And don't let nobody tell you this is in the hood. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. Someone's like, no, Sly, you ain't. I know. It's in a hood, but it doesn't continue. Lunch I'm not here for that. It's not the long wait that the popular restaurant can be known for, but as diners enjoy a nice day on the patio, all is not well at the restaurant. Co-founder Lynn Price posted on Instagram a now-deleted copy of an email from a management consultant that gave him his walking papers from the company, reading, Your employment with the Turkey Leg Hut is being terminated effective immediately, it reads. The firing is just one of several personnel changes at the company, citing a financial review after the discovery of potential mismanagement. The Turkey Leg Hut owner Nakia Holmes says in a statement to Fox 26, unfortunately, we quickly uncovered financial discrepancies that demanded immediate action. Mm. That action included two firings, six people laid off, and what she insists is a two-week payroll delay. But an employee who does not want to show his face says oh. he's gone more than six weeks without a paycheck. Oh, black businesses. Y'all can't y'all can't function for nothing. Black businesses, only black businesses. Jeez, he peeps. Two firings, six laid offs, two week pay delays. Wow. Okay. Owed more than a thousand dollars. We get behind on bills like rents light bill water bill it's just 
it's becoming a hassle trying to get what's owed to you. You should not give up on the money that's yours, regardless of the amount. Fox 26 legal analyst Chris Tritico says affected employees have a strong argument to get their money if the employer drags its feet. From court filings to complaints to the Department of Labor, there are avenues to collect, especially with the business still in operation. It does not, however, lessen the immediate hardship for employees waiting on a promise to be paid. My creditors aren't going to be as nice Why as you're asking me to be. It's always our people. Come on, let's go. You, and they're not going to wait. So, Courtney, the employee, says it is a challenge continuing to come to work, not knowing when the next paycheck will come. Owner Nakia Holmes says she does plan to address those backlog paychecks promptly, her word there, and hopes to invite those laid-off employees back to work by later in the summer. Meantime, the drama continues here behind me. We were informed this afternoon that Lynn Price, the co-founder, was served divorce papers right behind me and escorted off the premises by a deputy. Wow. Tonight on Tom Ziska, wow. Boy, listen. Just don't get married, man. I don't know what to tell you. Wait, 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 wait. So let's go through the comments. <laughs> Somebody said, I hate that so many turkeys had to die for this. Oh my goodness. It's crazy that they are having financial issues because I read somewhere they were generating at least 1.5 million per month. Um, So who is this? Oh Lord. Oh, okay. That's a joke. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, face another lawsuit for more than 900 grand, allegedly more than 50 grand behind on rent payments. Jeezy pieces all this last year. Turkey leg hustle. But I remember this for us foods for $1.3 million grocery bill. I remember this. I remember this. Oh, look at, look at here. Turkey leg hut has become a bastion of Houston's black culture and that gentrification rod. I told you it's in the hood. I told you it's in the hood. Okay. His car collection fleet is massive. He can sell quite a few to give the money back. First heard about him talking about his fleet on the breakfast club. Many videos on the, oh, okay. Well, let's go, let's go look. What's his, what's the nigga name again? What is his name? Lynn Price. Let's go look him up. Let's go look. Lynn Price Car Collection. Uh oh. Uh oh. There. What? What'd you say? Illusions of what? Illusions of wealth? Let's go. Let's see. Let's see what he's talking about. Let's see what he's talking about. But you don't realize how strong you are. Okay, let's get to the car. Okay, bro. We. Vlog, actually. Okay. The second uh after so i was like please stop doing this to y'all teeth please i mean at least let it be removable please stop doing this to y'all teeth this is not a flex this is not a flex please stop doing this y'all please i mean i get it we are very creative people but just some things just please stop y'all look crazy okay is he at the turkey leg hut okay so he oh, okay he's there okay 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 let's go see let's go see let's go. What's happening, Red? <laughs> what you talking about, Red? Wait, let's run it back. Let's run it back. Red, what you talking about? I got things to do. Is that an Impala SS?
Looks like it from the headrest. Okay, wait, let me turn up. Let me let me boost the speed up on this real quick. Okay, let's go. What you got teeth? You got teeth? Oh, you got retainers. Oh, okay. Got your teeth straight. All right, bless her heart. Okay. Somebody go, you know, take out for a drink or something. You know what I mean? Let's go. Can I say something real quick? Listen, if I go into your black establishment and one of your owners is vaping or from a hookah, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want no parts of it. I, I don't want no parts of it. Okay. If I go into your establishment and one of your owners literally is token off a hookah, I, I think, yeah, see, 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 but come on, let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's get to the car. Yes, I'm yes, loud music. Loud music. You're right, you're right, man. Went down to Atlanta, seen that one. They only made, I think, a thousand of these. She wanted it, so I ain't gonna do too much to it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's about to take her. I ain't gonna do it. But you don't realize how strong you are. You live in one spot where you live for a message. I, I, I hear her talk about it. I talk about it. I, I, I know I just know I'm going to be way too fast. You should be in a house with like 22 acres with your man taking a back with 34. Exactly. When she in the front, when she calling her. What car did I see when I was there? Back in the sun. Let's see what else we got. Uh, 
SS. That's great. Okay, this is his IG. Okay. That's it. That's all we got. That's all the posts we got, bro. This is. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, bro. That's that's all we got. Okay, those are all. His... Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's a firebird. Okay, that's cool. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Just. Okay. Turkey leg lineup. Okay, this is a car lineup. Nuts. I guess this is where y'all money going. <laughs> I guess this is where y'all money going. If you're an employee, this is where your money's going, I, I suppose. They clean though. This is where your money going. Track Hawk. Barracuda. Demon. Is that a demon? That's a demon. This is where y'all money's going. This nigga brought so all this shit. Paid. <laughs> this is why y'all can't. He got to win the trophy. Paid. Ain't no way. You ain't beating that. <laughs> no. This way I cannot get paid. This way I this way I not that y'all not getting paid on a on a untimely matter. That's ugly as hell. Oh, why, wait, 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 wait. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. These are the ugliest hundred spoke rims are not cool. That shit looks not for this car, man. Oh, y'all be y'all wild. Y'all be doing wild shit, weird shit to me in, in the south. This is not cool. Honey spoke. No, not on a fucking Impala, man. Jeez. We can't buy class. We can't buy class. Here it comes, y'all. Copyright. H1. And I'm not sure which. Is that a C or E class? Not sure which one. E46. These are the Firebird. Yeah, this way y'all money going. This way I can't get paid on time. Everybody can. Firebird. That's clean. Ooh, this one. I know that reminds me of Blanco right there. Wow. How many fire? This way I can't get paid. Okay, I don't mind a hundred spoke on the older model cutlass and stuff like that, but like on an Impala, that looked corny as well. 
So much shit out here. Okay, okay. Come on. All right, let's get back to the comments and see what else we can find out about Lynn Price. Anything else, y'all? It is all the issues they were having. So, January. Let's see what happened here. Why are they being sued for 900 grand? I think it's that grocery bill. Oh, no. This is the, the minority investor. Okay. September 2021, Rogers and Prices and the Prices entered a redemption agreement in which the two parties agreed Rogers would be paid $1.547.500 million, well, $1.5 million basically, following his withdrawal from the company where he was an initial investor and owned a substantial part of the restaurant. After performing under the agreement and making the page three of five scheduled payments as agreed for over a year, the defendants failed to make the scheduled payment in November 2022. Rogers was only paid $616,000 of the total redemption agreement. Not even a month ago, um, so U.S. Foods filed a lawsuit for having an unpaid balance of $1.288 million in invoices for non-pack of food and food related products. The restaurant also received a demand letter from CNPH Properties LLC claiming TH TLH was $50,000 behind on rent, including late fees for their commercial lease. Black people, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Generational wealth, right? Okay. Okay, I'm over it. 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 Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Now, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to do a quick pivot. I'm going to do a quick pivot. <clears throat> let me see, let me see. Not gap insurance, y'all mess. Y'all's a mess. Do do we need another um do you need another reminder of how the women are winning? Yes or no? Does anybody need another reminder of how the women are winning? Yes or no? Do you want another reminder of how much the women are winning? Yes or no? Let me check this chat because this chat is faster than my Ecamm chat. Okay. Do you want another reminder as to why women are winning? Yes. Okay. Yes. Buy your building. Go for it. Okay. Okay. Now this pertains mainly to sex workers, but is this going to apply to any woman? Ladies, even there's hope for even the women on Figueroa. Yes. I said there's even hope for the women on Figueroa. But it's not about women on Figueroa. You ready? Everybody's favorite porn star right now, urban porn star, Ms. B. Nasty. Why am I talking about this woman here? I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. This is a 
damn good looking woman and if you had a chance you would smash too and you're not gonna be like you have poor hub but why am i featuring miss b nasty again what did miss b nasty say she said i went on a date the other night with a fine man that treated me like a queen oh no 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 it gets worse it gets worse there's nothing wrong with this woman please don't come tell me nah sly nah I could. yes you can yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah you could yeah you could yeah you could let's continue with the post she this is what the dude did for her this is what he did for her he picked out my shoes and my perfume then held my hand on the way home and saying jivian uh with me after i had one of the best steaks ever oh i'm in l word for real if he the one send me the sign right now because i'm ready there's no wall your body count doesn't matter your sexual profession doesn't matter it just doesn't you're not telling this woman no okay i just want people just keep it a buck not with me but with yourself if this woman say okay listen i do this porn thing but guess what i'm only gonna do i'm only gonna do solo content i'll never do anybody another i'll never have a co-worker or or another creative work i'm gonna just do solo and i'm gonna be and i'm gonna be your woman i'm gonna be loyal only to you i just got this porn hub thing i i, I do to make my money the majority of y'all gonna be like okay that, that's cool i ain't got no problem with it i ain't got no problem the majority of y'all will be like i ain't got no problem with it okay <laughs> the majority i'll be like okay cool ain't nothing wrong with this woman you're not worried about well what if my mama see if your mama come across miss b nasty videos then that's something to do with your mama that mean your mama out here looking at that stuff she shouldn't be looking at okay should not you should not have to worry about your parents finding miss b nasty content you have to go look for it right i'm just saying now let's continue with let's continue with the women's let's continue with the women's shout out to miss b nasty she got her she got her a cane he gonna treat her right he don't care what she do okay he don't care what she do yeah 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 right that's what i'm saying let's continue let's continue now let me see what's this okay now before we get to this young lady here before we get to this young lady here let me let me be petty for f two minutes let me be petty for two minutes <sighs> how them views looking dr thunder dr thunder how them how them views looking bruh how them views looking huh this man did a, a live stream a day ago. Look at this. Dusty Ninja rhetoric from black woman is virtually indistinguishable from white suppress. 
Y'all do this to yourselves. Y'all do this to yourselves. You know what? I, 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 I'm gonna make sure it, I'm in my life's mission. When I, as I get older, I'm gonna be that cool old dude. I'm gonna be the cool old dude that be like, yo, Sly. He, yo, he don't be tripping. He done seen it all, man. He don't, he don't judge nobody, man. He been through it, and he just as cool as a fan. I'm gonna be the cool old dude. Yo, OG Sly, what you think about these women? Hey, man, look here, young blood. Tell about what you track, you know what I'm saying? If she if she good for you, she good for you. Is she good to you? Is she good for you, young man? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, OG Sly, she good to me. Does she make you feel good, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did she put you first, man? Did she put you on the pedestal, man? Did she call you king, man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well then, what you talking about? All right then, young man. Okay, go ahead, young blood. I'm gonna be that cool old dude. I'm not gonna be none of these bitter old dudes. I'm not gonna be these bitter old dudes. I'm not going to be making titles like Dusty Ninja Rhetoric. No diss to anybody. Okay? Let's get back to this young lady here. Let's get yep, back to this young lady right here. I want her to, I want to get to the part where she talks about her OnlyFans contract. It's not just YouTube contracts. As a content creator, I don't care what platform it is, Twitch, YouTube, OnlyFans, if you are a content creator, never ever sign a management contract. That will be the, your death knell because you work for them at their pace, their schedule. You are a slave to them. You are beholden to them. Okay. If you are any, if you're just a half ass decent content creator, never ever take a management contract. Okay, never. Now let's get to this young lady's story. And I just want to get, I want her to get to the part of her talking about when she gets her OnlyFans contract. She was making 100 grand a month. OnlyFans. $100,000 a month on OnlyFans. You cannot shame a woman like this. The only shame you can do is, is self-inflicted. Only she can feel bad for what she's done. None of y'all can do that. Because when she checks her bank account, she'll be like, you know what? <laughs> I think I feel better now. But let's continue. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You're from originally. Where'd you grow up? Um, I'm from Panama, like the country. Not oh, really? The city. All, right, all you passport bros, she's from another country. Is this what y'all claim? Y'all y'all pedestalize, you know, the Marisols. Yeah, the Marisols. Let's speed this up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Central yeah. America. Yeah. Um, I grew up there until I was 16 years old. No, like 18 years old. So. How was your childhood? Um, it was not the best. Um, I had like, like my parents divorced when I was young. Um, I moved in with my mom and we didn't have like the best living situation. Um, she was just very like, she had an abusive boyfriend. So he, oh, and she got, and then she, there's some jealousy between a mama and the daughter, of course, cause I mean, you can look at her and, and tell, you know, but let's get, let's continue. Let's continue. He would like abuse her in front of us and I always had to like jump in and stop and that was pretty traumatic. So that's pretty, pretty not. And your parents are from Panama? My dad is from here. Well, he's my stepdad. He's from here. From United States? Yeah, from California. Okay. And then my mom, she's from Panama. Yeah. So. And so aside from the divorce, was there anything, anything else, any rough spots in your, in your upbringing? Um, she was very abusive towards me when I was young. She um, would hit me a lot. I feel like she was taking it out on me because 
her boyfriend was abusive to her, so she would like have to take it out on somebody. So she would like, she would hit me a lot. She would say really bad things to me. Um, she was also very narcissistic and she would like tell me uh -huh. and my sister that we always had to look perfect or be perfect in order for her to bring us around her like friends and stuff. And when I was young, she would like, I don't know what the word is, but she would have like older guy friends and she would always bring me around and say, look how pretty my daughter is. Yo, she got Phil Jackson shoulders. If you know Phil Jackson, extremely wide. <laughs> But you're not gonna kick this woman out of bed. You're not gonna. I can't date you because your shoulders are too wide. That, 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 let's stop. Let's stop. This is clearly a woman. Let's not do that. This is clearly a woman. Isn't she so sexy and stuff? And I was like a child, and so I've been sexualized since I was very young hmm. by my own mother. By your mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it's pretty bad. What, um, kind of, what kind of teenager were you? I was very good until I turned 16, like 15, 16. I started to rebel just because she was so strict. Um, she would be like. I don't know. I decided to start rebelling. So they sent me up to America for six months. But as soon as I got to America, I would sneak out. I would do drugs. I would drink. Um, so they sent me back to Panama. And then when they sent me back to Panama, I kept doing the rebellious stuff. So my mom kicked me out the house when I was 16. And she kicked me out with nothing. Like she basically told me, take your mattress and your phone and go. I couldn't even take my clothes. Take this, is, this is crazy. I mean, her, her origin story is crazy. But I, like I said, I'm only here until she gets the OnlyFans part. Because once again, this is basically, you know, I'm going to keep saying it. Never sign a management contract. It'll, it'll be the end of you. Take anything. Um, I had nowhere to go. So I was staying on my cousin's couch for a while. I would stay like with friends sometimes, but it was pretty like rough to like find somewhere to stay because everyone would eventually get tired and be like, all right, you have to go. So um, one day when I was 17, I met this 30 year old guy at the bus stop and I was okay. so. She was 17. He was 30. Make of it what you will. Let's go. So desperate that I didn't have any anywhere to stay that I asked him, like, can I come stay with you? And then I started living and dating with a 30-year-old when I was 17. So that wasn't very good, but it was what I had to do. Mm -hmm. And this was where? This was all in Panama. All in Panama. Yeah. But you, you had been going to the United States? Um, they just sent me here for six months trying to, like, they were saying to, like, fix me, like, make me act better. But I wasn't, so they just sent me back to Panama. How is growing up in Panama different than growing up in, in the U.S.? Oh, it's like extreme poverty over there. Like, we lived in, like, the slums, <laughs> basically. We didn't really, like, my mom would leave us, and we didn't really, like, have food for a couple of days. Um, These are the women that y'all risk y'all a lot? Okay, come on, let's go. We survived off, like, mac and cheese, like the craft mac and cheese. Um, so, so you grew up in pretty extreme poverty? Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Like, we didn't really have much. But she would always paint this picture, like, everything was perfect, everything was fine. <laughs> And it wasn't really fine. So it was pretty hard. How far did you go to school? Um, I graduated high school and I graduated college too. But that, so first, basically how it happened when I was 17, um, I decided, I got very suicidal, very depressed. I was like, okay, if something doesn't happen, I'm literally just wanting to die. So then I applied <laughs> to college, just one college, and I got accepted. And once where, where I got, it? what school? Florida State. Florida State. Yeah. So when I, once I got okay, accepted. Okay, she's not a dummy. You can listen to her talk. She's not a dummy. She's got life experience, hard life, you know, she's no dummy, but let's continue with this, with the education. I was like, okay, now I have something to live for. My grandparents had told me that they were going to help me pay for college. Um, as soon as they sent me back here, I mean, back to Panama, they cut me off completely. I'd like to thank BetterHelp for being a sponsor of today's video. You're matched within 48. Okay. Link in the video. For college, if I wanted to stay in there. So I basically. Here we go. Um, while I was living with a guy, there's like this, like. Hooters kind of bar, but a little more like sexual. I was still 17. Um, it was more like 
Hooters, but strip club kind of vibes. So I just walked in one day with my last $5 and I was like, hey, can I work here? And they were like, yeah, go change right now. They didn't ask me for my age. They didn't ask me for an ID, nothing. They're like, go change right now and come back. So I was like, okay. I went, I came back, started working. It was horrible. Men would touch you. Men would like grope you. You had to like get drunk every night with the guys. And it was just like, it wasn't very fun, but it was what I had to do. And then one day I'd make enough to pay rent and like put towards paying for my semester, but not enough to really survive. So I was kind of working to just like be able to pay for college. So one day I'm just sitting there and I go on my phone and on Instagram, I started getting thousands of requests. Someone had posted my, posted my picture and it went viral. She was only 17 at the time, but let's continue. And I had just turned 18 and I was like, you know what? This is she just turned 18. I stand corrected. When OnlyFans was like really like blowing up. Here we go. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make an OnlyFans. So I decided to make an OnlyFans at when I had just turned 18. Um, and that was life changing. In the first month I made $20,000, which I had never seen that kind of money before. So I got kind of addicted to it, like addicted to the fast life um, and to the fast money. So I would keep doing worse and worse things. Like I started off like pretty PG, then I would like go into lingerie and then I would go farther and farther. And I regret that so much. Why, why would you go farther? Because the guys are requesting it. Yeah, because if you don't, the money's gonna like dwindle down, and it's a. So if you do something more extreme. Yeah, you'll keep making more money. Yeah. So, I decided to like. How much were you making at the peak? I made a hundred thousand dollars on my best month. <sighs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Hey, let's go, let's go. 100,000. 100,000 a month? Yeah. For an 18-year-old girl? Yeah, I yeah, I made 100,000. And I was making that for months. Um, and I just kept, but I was so depressed when I was doing it. It was, it was so bad. I would lay in bed every day, like, how did this become my life? Like, how did I end up here? Like, the money was great. It was amazing. I could pay for everything. I bought my car, my apartment, was able to buy anything I want. But I wasn't happy because of what I was doing to make that money. And I wanted to do more with my life. But I was, st I was stuck in this contract with a management company that they're basically like internet pimps. Right. They take a girl. This is the, this is the, this is the lesson I wanted y'all to get. Never, ever sign a management contract ever, ever, ever as a content creator ever. Now, if you're just a lazy, if you're a Shannon Sharp, and you want to do nothing and put in no work. You want everybody to do everything for you because you're just a lazy bum. Have at it. But if you are something worth you know, you got some common sense and you're not a lazy content creator. Don't ever sign a management contract, but come on, let's go. But I was, st I was stuck in this contract with a management company that they're basically like internet pimps. They take a girl, they say, oh, we're going to manage everything you do and you're going to give us a percentage. So I had them and I was stuck in a year long contract. So there's no way I could have broken out of it um, unless I like paid a crazy fine or something. I don't remember how to break the contract. What, what percentage of the money were they, were they taking? Um, like, 35 35 mm. so okay, and then only fans takes what 10 10 percent if i'm you know what let's let's see let me i don't want to tell y'all the wrong thing how much does only there we go 20 percent shit off the top 50 percent a month gone off the top 50 percent of her money's gone she's making 100 grand a, a month a hundred grand a month, 50% gone off top. Insane. N F insane. Wait, 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 wait. Let me get back to it. Let me get back to where she go. Where she go. Okay. 
thousand. They get thirty of that. Thirty five thousand of that. Thirty five. Yeah. So, it was, it was like kind of like I was stuck. Like there's nowhere to go, and I still wanted to. And when I started making that money, my mom came back and she was like, "Oh, I love you again because I have all this money." So I was kind of buying her love, like buying her gifts, giving her money all the time. Just and when I wouldn't, she would kind of like get mad. So I just kept giving her more and more, and she kind of just took advantage of the fact that I really wanted her to love me since she never gave me that love as a child. So. I decided to like give her more money, more money, and it was just so depressing. Like I had no real friends. All my friends just liked me because of what I could do or what I could give them.、Um, I really had nobody, so it was really a lonely time in my life. Did you keep the? You know, so your sister was younger or older? Yeah, she was younger. She was、um, four years younger than me,、mm-hmm. but she had completely cut my mom off. Completely cut me off. She cut everybody off because. And for those that are asking, she has a man. Like you didn't think she was not gonna have somebody, right? I- I'm just saying. I'm not gonna go through all of it. There's a couple more pieces I want I want to listen to, but you're not. I'm sorry, you're not gonna be able to point to me. You, you can no longer say a woman with three, four, five kids is, you know, is just off. Like you can no longer point and say women that have kids, multiple kids, are gonna be out and about destitute. Society will always take in women and children. Okay. Society will always come together to help take care of women and children. That will never change. Well, you know what else is not what else is never going to change? Society will never come together to take care of men. Men are expected to fend for themselves. Go out in the wilderness and bring back a wolf's pelt. Then we'll recognize you as a man. It's always been that way. I don't understand how. I get y'all's point when you say, "Well, society—it's—they're becoming a drain. It's costing us money." I get all that, but there's not enough of y'all in society to change that. Okay, society will never not neglect women and children. Women, period. Especially abused women. That's never not going to change. Sorry, sorry. Let's continue. Let's continue. Because of how traumatic our childhood was, they sent her up to America, and she just never came back. Like they were like, "Oh, she's just coming for a month," and my grandparents kept her because they were like, "There's no way you're going back there." Do you speak with her now? Yeah, we finally like this year like started to talk again.、Mm-hmm. She's kind of forgiving everything. I didn't really do anything, but just because she felt like I was still good with my mom, she was like, "She's also a bad person." But I just, I just desperately wanted my mom to love me, so I was willing to deal with everything. You're also just trying to make money to, 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 to survive. survive yeah. Your intention was not to become a millionaire at 18. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. I didn't know what to do. I I spent a lot of it. Like I didn't know what to do with it. I would buy like a crazy car. I would buy like all these clothes, all these luxury items, because an 18 year old with a hundred thousand dollars a month is gonna go crazy. Like, don't get it twisted. She's not broke. Far from it. She's still got a nice little chunk of change left. But I'm not gonna say I'm not. I'm not here to get to, into all of that. There's a couple more pieces, and then we're gonna move on. I'm not gonna know how to invest it. How to like. Do what they have to do with it, but I was still paying for college and staying in college this whole time. That's great. Yeah. So, so you, you, you tell me what happened with OnlyFans. Um, I kept going until everything was all over the internet, and my family would see it, my friends would see it, everybody in Panama knew about it. Like Panama is a very small country, so everybody in Panama knew who I was. They knew what I was doing, and every time I went outside, they're like, "Oh, she's that OnlyFans girl that does this and this and this," and it was just very like hard to like. Meet people and like I have genuine connections because everyone just had like this bad image of you and they were judging you all the time, so couldn't really like make friends. <laughs> I didn't really have anybody,、yeah. so I just kept going with it. And then I was just so depressed. It was it got so bad that I was like, <laughs> I have to stop. Like this is something I have to stop doing because it's gonna. What really happened is my Instagram account got banned 
and I just never came back. I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, this is my chance to escape. This is my chance to stop. It's so hard to escape from that life. Once you start making fast money, it's like you want to keep making fast that, money. That was my next question. How, how do you stop making 100 grand a month? Um, I, I had enough saved up where I was like, I'll probably be good. Um, there's some problems with actually getting the money because in Panama, all the banks black. Okay, if I if I know my jewelry, that's a Van Cleef bracelet she's wearing. The clover leaf, I believe that's Van. Yeah, that's Van. That's Van Cleef and Arpels. Listed me, so there was no way to actually get the money. So what I did was I had it in an account in China, and I would take out. Wait, no, the, the banking part. Listen to the bank part when she breaks down the banking shit. Now this I didn't know about. I didn't know it was this bad with the banking when you make a lot of money and you can't really li li listen. I didn't know banks would judge you um, for your line of work. Now, I know if it comes to loans, lines of credit, they may like, oh, they'll scoff at you. Like, oh, I didn't know it. you have a hard time opening an account. Just to open an account. This is crazy. I never heard this shit before. Let's go. I've saved up where I was like, I'll probably be good. Um, There's some problems with actually getting the money because in Panama, all the banks blacklisted me. So there was no way to actually get the money. So what I did was I had it in an account in China and I would take out cash every day from the ATM. So, wow. yeah, that was bad. The stigma of being a sex worker in Panama is yeah. much worse than... <laughs> they definitely, yeah. They thought, but when I came to America... Here we go. Even America. I didn't know this in America. She was having a hard time opening an account. Let's go. They did the same thing. A couple banks did the same thing. When I started putting the money in and they were like into an American bank account. So I didn't have to take it out of the ATM every day. And they were just like, where did this money come from? So I told them and they're like, we don't accept that. A lot of banks have that where they don't accept. They have like a morality clause where they don't accept money like that, which is still legal money. So I don't really understand that. But it's like, oh, you got it from posting naked pictures. You're done. So yeah, the, the stigma of sex is still yeah a big definitely. thing even, and even today. Yeah, I were, were you raised with a religious background or anything like that? My family was Catholic, but they didn't do anything that Catholics. They were alcoholics. Okay, okay, I'm gonna leave that there. Shout out to Bree. Um, I tried to look her up on on IG. I couldn't find her on IG. I think her name is Bree. What was her name again? Let me look. What was it? What was her name? Let me find. Let me find it. It was Brittany Adeline. Brittany Adeline, and I could not find her on IG. And yeah, Brittany Adeline is her name. Okay. Let's continue. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get to the next one. Um, let's get back to, nope. Okay. Dr. Sadia Khan. Now wait it. Now I know some of y'all be like, slide her again. Listen between her and psych hacks. There's nobody better between Sadia Khan and psych hacks. This, the psychology thing, when it comes to man, woman, sex, they got it on lock. There's not a better duo. I can't find two better people than these two, right? And you know, let's just get to once again. And then the point, how y'all try to shame this. Once again, you can't shame sex workers. It doesn't work. It's not going to work anymore. Let's go. Let's let her break it down. Don't listen to me. Listen to the expert. So it's steps. And then the pay page is only seven nine a month, but yes. the real money is in the DMs. Okay, so that's where people ask for a particular photo and then it's $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. And we can get into the type of people who actually purchase them soon. But that availability of getting the top 1% like beautiful girl to just talk to me back yeah. has, has surely screwed and fucked up any sort of like 
relationship or thought process of how we should go about a relationship. Oh, wait, you know what? There's one white dude, older white dude. What's his name? Authentic Alpha. And he does SBE red pill content from his from his luxury cars. It's like, bro, like, I, I get it. I think he's formally divorced. And um, it, I, I, I just can't. I'm not. I'm sorry. Maybe it would take for me to get divorced to be like, grr, but I can't. I'm a child of divorce. I saw one parent go on and do wondrous things after divorce. Other parents just been chilling since the divorce. So I really can't, I can't be angry like that. You know, like I would, I'm me going through a divorce. I don't think it would be more upsetting than me paying child support. I, I don't, yeah, if I got a divorce, if she divorced me, I would be okay. I wouldn't be like, I, no, I'm more upset over the child support shit. <laughs> so I, I don't put that, that onus on divorce like that, man. That's some shit I'll get over. I'll get over that shit in six months. As soon as I get them papers from the state, free and clear, you know, let's go. It affects both men and women equally. Okay, here Here's the thing. There's so much talk about the OnlyFans girl and how emotionally broken she must be and this, that, and the other. But the reality is there's a, at least she's getting a perk. She can literally change her legacy. She might have grown up in a council estate and now can pay off her parents' house and she can start that. So of course, emotional, there's damage, but she can be like, it was worth it, whatever. She can have some self-esteem attached to it. The man that's paying for it, there's nothing to gain from it. You can't dispute that. You can't dispute that. You cannot dispute that. She, she can't dispute that. I, I'm, I fully agree with her. That's why I never understood the whole shaming. Like, unless you're paying for it. I mean, do you pay for a sex worker? If not, doesn't matter what you think. And, and if you are, you're not, you're going to be the last person to be like, uh, I'm ashamed of sex worker. Knowing when you use their services, you're the last person to say anything against them because you use their services nothing but loss of self-respect because when a man has to remember how he feels afterwards Oof. when he's finished paying and she's not messaging and he's finished his subscription and she doesn't look at him again or even when he's finished physically finished Oof. doing whatever it is he does there's no way he's proud of himself in that moment mm. because what men are actually wanting is intimacy they oh she's such a deep woman such a deep woman let's go let's go they think they want sexual kind of pleasure but they're really craving emotional intimacy and because in this day and age they're not open about that and they don't have wives and they don't have close relationships with moms and sisters or whatever it is they're craving emotional intimacy masking it as sexual preference and sexual pleasure and then still not understanding why they feel so low so the depression is through the roof you want to hear the wildest thing go ahead that wildest thing <laughs> so a lot of these girls mm. are not even managing their accounts absolutely i would I, I if i i was you know what if there was a psychology version of only fans i would definitely sign up oh, <laughs> but you know and i would never touch it mm -hmm. i would never touch it and i'll just have some somebody i'm paying in india to just reply to it and stuff like that. that's no offense when i say india i'm no, from pakistan that's, that's yeah but yeah so a lot of the outsource because yeah. outsource right there are other people from the philippines mm -hmm. but you'll, you'll find this funny because it's dudes yeah. a lot of the people that respond are gay guys of course oh. This is another hustle they didn't. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't. I, I wasn't prepared for this. But yeah, who you think you're talking to on on these sites? Are 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 gay guys? This is what they don't tell y'all. Y'all be careful out here, man. Unless you like straight FaceTiming a chick, you can never be too careful. You never know who's really behind that, the other that other screen behind them words. Wow, let's go, let's go.
What? Because they know what, what tips off and yeah. die. So like if I knew, which I obviously don't know, which I obviously know is like all the tendencies that a guy yeah. wants. If I'm a gay guy, I don't mind speaking to this like yeah. other male and I like, just telling him exactly what I need to say. And then he's dishing out all the cash. Mm. He's making a percentage and it's going to the woman. So that's where it gets even funnier. Wild. That where it's more complex <laughs> is the fact that you have these top tier models and then they're not even doing anything. It's just other guys that are running yeah, it. Yeah, and, and here's the thing what men need to wake up to. Okay. When they, even when they're watching porn and stuff like that, a lot of them are looking for that part where the woman looks into the camera and looks at, gives them that eye contact. That's what they're actually craving. And even these men that have... That's why the POV porn is so um, popular. POV point of view, when she's looking at the camera and you're like, yeah, yeah, and you think she's looking at POV like sugar babies and stuff like that. They want loyalty and commitment out of this girl. So if it was just sexual pleasure, then they wouldn't get so upset when she doesn't reply or she doesn't. They're looking for connection. That's what you're truly looking for. Every human, man, woman, child, dogs, we're looking for connection. When we mask it with sexual pleasure, it's because the system is skewed and designed to get money out of you. We mask what our tr the true need is connection. If they tell, if the governments or if the companies tell you the cure to your depression is connection, the cure to your loneliness is connection, that's free. How do I market that? We, you just go connect with your family and friends that's totally free but if they tell you oh actually it's sexual pleasure let me show you pornography pictures or if i tell you oh it's actually you need an ssri let me show you this that and the other you will always be a slave to consumerism mm -hmm. so take yourself out of it 100 mm. don't leave it there this woman is brilliant this woman is brilliant <laughs> let me uh <laughs> let me pull it back on me real quick and close out some of these tabs tab let's close out this tab and then what tab is that okay keep that up keep that open let's see oh just keep that open okay let's close that out which one is this which one is this keep that open keep that open keep close this one out okay let's go through some clips i got some clips now i'm listen i don't want people to think i'm promoting sex work i'm not i'm just saying like everything has its place Obviously the market wants these women to do what they do. And the majority of the market are okay with it. Once again, if you are against it, you are in the minority. And, but a lot of guys are very disingenuous in their critique against women that do this type of stuff, because if given the chance, the majority of them will take it. Okay. The majority of them will take it. Uh, let's see. What is this? What clip is this? What clip is this? What the hell are you not going to play? Ooh, my Ram is mad at me right now. Ram is mad at me right. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, I don't want that one. 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 What is one is this? Nope. Save that one. Oof, my laptop is mad at me, y'all. I got a bunch of motherfucking RAM being kicking up dust right now. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Got too many tabs open. Shite. Too many tabs open. Hold on, y'all. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Okay. Okay, 
here we go, here we go. I think we're good. Let me check y'all's comments. Okay, okay, okay. Yo, furries is still wait, who said the furries? Furries is still popping. Furries is still popping. Who said the furries? Where they at? Yo, furries is still popping. Don't sleep on the furry, uh, the furries, uh, community. I'm just saying. Don't sleep on the furries community. Hold up, y'all. Let me. Oh, let me do this real quick. Real quick update, update. We got an update on the color purple. <laughs> oh, I got too many fucking tabs open. God damn it. Please don't make me have to shut this down. Please don't make me have to shut this down. Oh. Not enough RAM. Too much RAM being used. Oh, you're doing so good. Oh, don't do this to me now. Fuck. Oh, there we go. Okay, okay. Color purple currently sitting at $64 million worldwide. This movie is without a doubt an absolute and total massive flop. 64 million against a 100 million dollar budget. Let's see what it did overseas. It only made 3.7 million dollars overseas. Let's see what were the biggest countries. Australia, uh, 242,000 dollars. United Kingdom, 574,000 dollars. The Netherlands, which I find kind of odd. $138,000. Viva la France. $301,000. And Denmark. $242,000. So internationally, $3.7 million. Domestic 64, total cum of $64 million. It is an official flop. Okay. It's an official flop. Okay. Now let me kill that tab. That tab. Where's it at? Where'd it go? find it so I can exit out of it okay okay you gonna act right you sure you gonna act right all right shout out to Ty City he's doing a live stream talking about the Google Vision Pro oh come on god damn it back on this dumb shit again oh
Don't worry. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Once again, shout out to Ty City. Look how dumb y'all look. Walking around with this on your heads. But it's okay because the Simpsons told us this was going to happen back in 2016. The Simpsons told us this, told us this in an episode back in 2016. This was going to happen. Now, this is Slim Thug. This is Slim Thug. Why are you walking? Y'all, white man got y'all walking around with this on. Y'all look stupid. Well, let me find it. Do I have the Simpsons? That Simpsons clip? I know I do. Was it Instagram? No, it was Twitter. It was on Twitter. Hold up, y'all. Let me send it to myself. There we go. Okay. Twitter. Okay. Um, okay, simp and mic. Okay. That's to myself. Look how just absolutely foolish y'all look. Absolutely foolish. Let's go. This is how we working out from now on. Right. We locked in. Tap the button, boy, changing stuff up. And then if I want to change the pace, you change the pace. I can't wait till they start knocking y'all over the heads with the with the butt of a pistol. I can't wait till the to the Apple Pro Vision jacking starts. I can't wait till they start jacking y'all for y'all <laughs> for y'all Apple Pros. You know what's coming, y'all. It's crazy. That's why when you see his eyes in the thing, look, 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 you see his eyes in the thing. Barely. Yo, you see him in the little white thing. This is crazy. Man, like, man, hold on. Let me see if I can just take Black people, you're cooked. I mean, like, no, you're, you're officially cooked. Like, no, for real. No, no, no. Like, for real, for real, cooked. Like, I mean, is there is there any doubt at this point? Like, no, seriously. Is, is, is there anything else to talk about at this point? No? Yes? Trash. Okay. Oh, she's mad at me right now. She won't even go to the goddamn default screen. Oh, she mad. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me see something else real quick. Let me... What is this? No, I don't want that. I don't want that. Oh, let's do this. There we go. Let me see what else I got. Because we're doing clips. Okay, you're running at the trash, trash, trash. 
Move the trash. Okay, what is this? Okay. Hey. <laughs> Wait, let's do a little joke. Let's play let's this prank. This old this is an old school. This is an old ass prank. I remember this when it first came out. This is funny as hell. Here we go. Okay, this is a funny ass prank. I remember this. I remember this. If Club Fortune is here, brother, this is for you. These are your people. This is for Club for <laughs> Club Fortune. Let's go. <laughs> Yo guys, it's your boy Eman Kellum. And I'm about to prank my African dad. Please. <laughs> I need to speak to you about something. Okay. <laughs> what is it? Because I'm going up. You need to sit down. I. You know, um, the day you found the condoms in my room. <laughs> yes. Wait. So Pops found condoms in his room. <laughs> Let's continue. Um. You know, Annabelle. Who is she? Annabelle, the, um, the, the girl that I brought here the other day and we were revising. The white one? Yeah. What happened? Um, you know, um, that day when she came over and you guys went out? Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of just texted me and... She's pregnant, Dad. She's what? She's pregnant. Four He called the wife, like, you better come get this. <laughs> she, 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 she's, she's pregnant. Hey! I hear me, take me, bat me. She's what? She's pregnant. Pregnant? Ha! Apostle will hear of this. I will tell Apostle about this. This is what you want to use your life for. Ah, I'm going to do many dinogu. 16 years. Jesu! You know what I need to tell you? No GCSE, no A level, you will end up in McDonald's. You will end up in McDonald's. That's what I meant. I really meant what I'm saying. Pregnant? How old is she? How old is she? She, she? She's 14. 14, Jesus is Lord. 14? You know you can be prosecuted for that. Well, I love her, Dad. I love her. Oh my days, you are more worried to your love. With the you. With you will move out. You will move out of this house. You will move. You will move out of this house right now. You will move out of this house. Move to where? I don't care where you want to move to. You must move out from this house. Oh no, about ah, You said she's pregnant. Are you sure? He said, what you tell me itches my blood. What the hell kind of... <laughs> what is this? I told your mama to let you study in Nigeria. <laughs> so I told your mom to let you go and study in Nigeria. 
<laughs> you are going to Nigeria first class tomorrow. I will get the first class ticket taking you to Nigeria. That, 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 you don't have to do that. What do you mean I don't have to do that? But I have a, I have a child to take care of. Uh, don't worry about that. We take after the child, but we look after the child, but you are going back to Nigeria. We look after the child. What do you mean? You are 16 for God's sake. Emmanuel, are you telling me the truth? Now we go. Wait, I'm wait. coming. What's he doing? I'm coming. Dad. Dad. What is, what's that about to go do? Dad. Whoa, 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 What in the hell? Who do you say is pregnant? Wait, wait, wait. Annabelle who? That, 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 that. Annabelle who? That, 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 relax, relax, relax. Annabelle who? That, relax. I'll hit you with this one and wait. the police will come here. Wait, wait, wait. That is a prank. That, that is a prank. What? It's a prank. The, ca the camera's there. Lord the camera's there. <laughs> That's a prank. <laughs> Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was funny. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, that was too hilarious. Oh, my. Okay, she's acting right now. I got some RAM free. She acting right now. Okay, okay. Good, good, good. All right, she acting right. Okay, what is this? Oh, you know what? Let's do some Dolly Parton. One of my favorite old white women's. I would still, I would still like if Dolly were, I'm just saying. Pay attention to the publishing, y'all. Pay attention. Elvis Presley, who, of course, you idolized, I'm sure. Yep. Elvis Presley wanted to record that song, I Will Always Love You. He loved the song. And you told him no. It's so fascinating to me. This guy currently... What that mean? She 80. What is that? Why y'all be putting numbers? What does that mean? So is she going to be 90 and looking like this? I'm going... What? Yeah, boy, listen. Some of y'all ain't lived long enough. I, I don't know what it is with y'all's way of thinking. I don't know you young... Some of you young guys, I... The fuck? Like... Well, Tom, who is Elvis's manager or whatever you want to call him, Colonel Tom says, uh, Dolly, but you got to give me the publishing. What a crazy move. So you told Colonel Tom no, right? How'd that all go down? Oh, well, I had I was so excited that Elvis was going to record the song. And Elvis's producer at the time, he had called and asked me to come down to the studio. He said, Elvis wants to meet you and he's going to record. I will always love you. And I was out of my mind with excitement, of course. I mean, just me thinking about Elvis singing my song. And it well, was even though she's wearing a butterfly ring, I'm willing to excuse that. I'm going to let that go because this is Dolly Parton and I get it. I get it. Let's go. The night before, the afternoon uh, before the session the next day, that Colonel Tom had called and said, you know that we don't record anything with Elvis unless we have the publishing or at least half the publishing. And I said, well, that's not possible because that is my most important copyright. Mm. I got my own publishing company and that's, you know, I said, I can't do that. He said, well, at least you got to give us half. And I said, I can't do that. And <sighs> so I, he said, well, then we can't record it. Of course, I cried all night about that. But it was only after Whitney recorded, I was so thankful mm -hmm. 
that I had made that choice because mm-hmm. I made a lot of money off of Whitney's. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all pay attention. You know, y'all pay attention. Tell the Dolly Parton. Oh, wait. Okay, so <clears throat> y'all know I work with the kids, right? And universal language of all children is rock, paper, scissors. I shit you not. Listen, all disputes, bets, disagreements, everything is settled with rock, paper, scissors. If you work with children, the universal language for children is rock, paper, scissors. I kid you not. Like we literally have coaches versus students and it gets so intense. So Japan takes everything to the next level. This is rock, paper, scissors, the adult version when, when shit's on the line. Let's go. Ready? Scissors, y'all. Rock, paper, scissors. It is that serious. It is that serious. I'm dying right now, y'all. I'm dying right now. It's that serious. Go to your child's school one day, just show up and talk about rock, paper, scissors, and you'll have three or four of them like <laughs> they be hey, they already they already fist in hand, they already waiting on you. Like, all right, <clears throat> let's get to New York City. Silva. Silva, what's going on with your city? Eric Adams will go down as probably the worst mayor of New York City. You know what? I, it's not even a question. Eric Adams will go down as the absolute worst mayor in New York City history, without a doubt. And I think that's by design. I think that's by design. I think that's by design. Eric Adams, soon to be known as the worst mayor in the entire history of New York City. Oh, it's got to be a black man. Let's go that this was a smart policy shift that we're doing on a pilot project with 500 people. If this is successful, we're going to expand it even more so that we can bring down, we got to bring down the cost, 20% we want to bring down the cost and uh, their team are are doing their job. So uh, I told um, 50 Cent to hit me up. I would love to explain it uh, to him uh, so that he can go out and do another tweet of saying, you know what, Eric is just a smart manager. And now we understand why he was elected by the people of this city of New York to be the smart policy. When your mayor starts responding to celebrities on social media, it's a farce. It's all a ploy. It's a it's all production. It's all production. Like, why even bother at this point? So let's cover it real briefly. Migrants out here getting. Listen, I'm about to go out here and identify as a migrant in a minute because this shit here makes no damn sense. Absolutely no sense. 
Now y'all y'all can say what y'all want about California. We ain't doing no dumb shit like this. Say what you want about California. Oh god damn it, this is still ramming. Oh come on, laptop. Give me a minute. Oh, we're back. Okay, we're back. All right. Um <clears throat> No, don't don't no no California slander moving forward. Only New York City does some nonsense like this. NYC launches $53 million program to give prepaid debit cards to migrants to spend in bodegas. Here's the worst part. Users must sign affidavit promising only to use card for food and baby supplies. With family of four, a family of four said to get a thousand dollars a month. Eric Adams estimated the $53 million scheme will say, how is this going to save y'all money? But he says the $53 million scheme will save the city $600,000 a month or roughly $7.2 million annually. The pilot program is being rolled out at the Roosevelt Hotel in Manhattan with 500 families involved. A family of four will get a card loaded with $1,000 a month, equivalent to $35 a day. Those selected will be given cards which can be only used at bodegas, supermarkets, and delis. Migrants must sign an affidavit promising to only use the cards for food and baby supplies or else have them cut off. It is unclear how the city of New York will know if they're just being used in bodegas as intended. The amount on each card will depend on individual circumstances. It is unclear how city officials will check if cards are being abused and if the scheme will worsen the crisis by encouraging other migrants to head to the Big Apple in the hopes of receiving free money. Wow. Wow. This is insanity. But this is all by design. Let's see. <clears throat> a family of four could be provided nearly $1,000 each month, which is $35 per day for food for the four. At present, each migrant meal costs $11. So feeding a family of four for a day could cost up to $132. Cards will get refilled every 28 days. <clears throat> okay. This man will go down as the absolute worst mayor in the history, in the entire history of New York City. A black man. That's what the card looks like. So New York City, when you see somebody with a white card, you know what time it is. <clears throat> when you see somebody pull out one of these, you know what time it is. Okay. 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 The pro- <laughs> The program is being run by a company founded by a former Wall Street financier, Wole or Wole Coxum, called MoCafi. Its website describes MoCafi as a financial services platform for the 110 million Americans dealing with economic hardship and no path to a better circumstance. Coxum said MoCafi looks forward to partnering with New York City to disperse funds for asylum seekers to purchase fresh hot food mocafi's goal is to expand access to financial resources for individuals excluded from banking such as asylum seekers while helping the local economy if the food uh, if the program is a success the city will expand it to an estimated 15,000 migrant families staying in hotels 
around 70,000 migrants have been bussed or flown to New York City over the past year, putting extreme pressure on the Big Apple's resources. And of course, Greg Abbott uh, began sending migrants to, to New York City. <laughs> okay. This man, the worst city, the worst mayor in New York City history, the worst. This man will be a pariah. There will be no, he will never be spoken, spoken of in glowing terms. He will, eh, you, yeah, yeah, eh, mm, 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 okay, okay. She's still mad at me. Come on, Ram. I got the spinning, spin wheel. All right, there we go. There we go. There we go. Okay. Let's close this tab. Oh, nope. Where's it at? Where's it at? Where'd it go? Okay. Close that tab. Come on, close up. There we go. Okay. Um, do I want to get to the colorism? No, let's do this. Euthanization, uh, youth and youth and what is it? Wait a minute. What's the term? Euthanization, euthanization. Yes. Euthanization. <clears throat> Hold up. Let me look up what she was suffering from. Let me see what she was suffering from. Mm. Mm. Where is it? You know, I'll just look up Lauren, Lauren Hovey. See what she was suffering from. Lauren Hovey condition condition okay okay she was suff suffering from my uh myalgic encephalomite okay okay copy copy all right hold up hold up i'm looking this all up paste for disease control okay all right here we go <clears throat> let me um pull this here has anyone seen this story yet oh my god ram is like mad at me right the fuck now come on ram okay here we go All right, this woman here, she's a nurse. She got her wish to be euthanized. On January 27th, Lauren Hovey took to her uh, ex account to share the sad news or the relieving news, according to her experience, that she was living her final hours. Her tweet says, um, this will be my last tweet. Thanks for the love, everyone. I'm going to rest a bit more and be with my loved ones. Enjoy a last morbid meme from me. Okay. And then you swipe. And that was her last little meme. <laughs> I mean, that's funny, but it's not funny, but it's funny. Y'all know how I feel. Apoptosis gene, you can overcome that. You a strong, you a strong mofo. Okay. That's the gene that prevents you from hurting yourself or trying to take yourself out. Okay. All right. 
Lauren passed away peacefully on January 27th at age 28. She requested euthanasia after years of unbearable suffering caused by severe myalgic encephalomyelitis. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Now let's look up what exactly she was suffering from. This here is, it's a chronic fatigue syndrome. Okay. It's a disabling and complex illness. People with ME CFS are not are often not able to do their usual activities, may be confined to bed, have overwhelming fatigue that is not improved by rest, may get worse after any activity, whether it's physical or mental. This symptom is known as post-exertional malaise. Other symptoms can include problems with sleep, thinking, and concentrating pain and dizziness. Uh, people with ME CFS may not look ill. However, people are not able to function the same way they did before they became ill. Changes people's abilities to do daily tasks like taking a shower or preparing a meal. Often makes it a, a hard to keep a job, go to school, and take part in family and social life. Can last for years and sometimes lead to serious disability. At least one in four ME CFS patients is bed or housebound for long periods during their during their illness. While most common in people between 40 and 60 years old, the illness affects children, adolescents, and aging uh, adults of all ages. Among adults, women are affected more often than men. White persons are diagnosed more than any uh, more than other races and ethnicities, but many people with ME CFS have not been diagnosed, especially among people from racial and ethnic minority groups. An estimated 836,000 to 2.5 million Americans suffer from CFS. About 90% of people with CFS have not been diagnosed. CFS costs the U.S. economy about 17 to $24 billion annually in medical bills and lost incomes. Some reasons that people with uh, CFS have not been diagnosed include limited access to healthcare and a lack of education about CFS among healthcare providers. Most medical schools in the U.S. do not have CFS as part of their phys uh, physician training. The illness is often misunderstood and might not be taken seriously by some healthcare providers. Jeez. Oh, um, what are the first, okay, what are the first signs of it? Okay, let's look, let's look. Uh, symptoms, symptoms, feeling extremely tired all the time. You may find it very hard to do daily activities, still feeling tired after resting or sleeping, taking a long time to recover after physical activity, problems sleeping, such as waking up often during the night, problems with thinking, memory, and concentration. Other symptoms may include muscle or joint pain, headaches, sore throat, flu-like symptoms, feeling dizzy or sick, fast or irregular heartbeats. The severity of symptoms can vary from day to day or even within a day. Okay. There is not a specific test for CFS, so it's diagnosed based on your symptoms and by ruling out other conditions that could be causing your symptoms. How do we treat it? Treatments include cognitive behavioral therapy, energy management, where you're given advice about how to make best use of the energy you have while making your symptoms worse, without making your symptoms worse. Uh, medicine to control symptoms such as pain and sleeping problems. Some people with CFS will improve over time, especially with treatment. Many people with CFS will need to adapt their daily routine and pattern of activities on a long-term basis. There may be periods when your symptoms may uh, get worse or get better or worse. 
causes or triggers could be viral infections, bacterial infections, problem with the immune system, a hormone imbalance, your genes. Living with TFS, extreme tiredness and other physical symptoms can make it hard to carry out everyday activities. You may have to make major lifestyle changes. Can also affect your mental and emotional health and have a negative effect on your self-esteem. Jeez. I mean, I get it, man. I get it. My name is Dr. Charles Shepherd. I'm medical advisor to the ME Association, which is a self-help support charity for people with ME-CFS. ME-CFS, it's an illness which normally starts suddenly, acutely. It often follows an infection, which may be a fairly trivial infection, and it tends to affect people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, although children can be affected, as can more elderly people. I first got involved with ME-CFS. I was working as a hospital doctor at the time when my patients had shingles, and I caught a very nasty dose of chickenpox from it, and that's what triggered my ME-CFS off in the first place. I think a lot of people don't realise that it's a very debilitating illness to have. It involves a combination of symptoms, but in particular muscle symptoms, exercise-induced muscle fatigue and quite often pain, brain symptoms, problems with memory, concentration, tension span, problems with balance, not being able to stand up properly, and also just not feeling well, continuing to feel flu-like. You put them all together and it's an illness which is going to affect every aspect of what you try and do. Hey, I get it. I ain't mad. I get it. That's, that's no way to live. I get it. That's no way to live. Cause I wouldn't want anybody I know or hell my damn self. No, give me, go and get me up out of here. Yeah. I'd be like, go ahead and get me up out of here. All right. I got two more subjects left and we're out of here. So let's go to school days real quick. <laughs> Let's go to school days real quick. School days. Uh, the wannabes versus the jigaboos, right? And then you had the frats versus the non-frats. So how deep this thing goes with, uh, with us, this colorism thing. Listen, it's as natural. Colorism to black folks is as natural as breathing. It is what it is. Colorism to black folks is as natural as breathing. It's as natural as lions and hyenas will never get along right it's as natural as as you know demons hate humans i mean it's just a thing it's just it's always on site always on site okay it's always on site let's continue let's continue uh <laughs> how does spike lee get everybody into character so this is what he did. Okay, so off camera. So in order for him to get the best out of actors, he wanted to create real life atmosphere that may spark some tension between those who played the high sedity wannabe characters and those who played the self-aware Jigaboo characters. So what did he do? He Spike separated the actors living quarters throughout the duration of the filming. He had the wannabe actors stay in, in a higher end hotel. And the Jigaboo actors stay in a less extravagant hotel without as many accommodations and frills. Wow, that's cold. And that is where the real life tension between was probably bred. Now, if you watch this movie, you could 
you could t- I, you know what without even knowing all this when you watch every time you saw Giancarlo Esposito and Lawrence Fishburne like nose to nose you were like that's some damn good acting they really act like they hate each other's guts now it's like oh this was real this was this there, there was real tension let's continue the fight scene we saw during the daddy longstroke chant that dap and his boys were performing at the Greek show was a, was as real as the hundred dollar bill. That's right. I'll say when Dap and the fella started chanting, so just get back or we'll kick your gamma ass to the gamma Phi gamma fraternity. Things got really real. A fight broke out between the actors that was not in the script. And Spike apparently told the camera crew to keep filming as the fight continued. Kadeem Hardison revealed that by the time the, sh- the step show scene was filmed, the off camera tension was already on level 10. So all it took was for actor musician Branford Marcellus to playfully grab Tisha Campbell's hair in the scene for all hell to break loose between the light skin versus the dark skin actors as they were exiting the stage during the step show scene. That is crazy. You know, what? let's let's watch that real quick. Okay, let me get to that. Let me get to the process. would it just accept it for what it is man sometimes mature, majority of times when you see the opposite complexion sometimes it's on site sometimes i said sometimes matter of fact let me see who else wait let's see what what, what other backstage drama we have let's see let's see uh let's see morehouse lee and his project were not well received after just three weeks of shooting the school kicked lee and his uh, crew off campus because they felt the film wasn't portraying black colleges in the most positive light. They had a particular problem with the actor Joe Seneca who played the school's president in the film. Lee said that the president of Morehouse at the time said that Seneca looked too much like a Sambo. It sounds too absurd to believe but that's what happened according to Spike. For as long as the president remained at Morehouse the institution did not invite Lee back to speak. And once again we got confirmation 
uh the wannabe stayed in better hotels that's cold man but i get it uh let's see let's see okay 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 the fight the fight okay the fight took place let's see anything else okay i think that's it okay all right all right okay okay uh, let me get out of that. Let me X out of that. Oh, real quick. Uh, let me check comments real quick. And then I'm going to go back in and wrap this thing up. Let me see. Let me see. I'm just checking comments. I'm just checking comments. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey, you know what? <sighs> Isn't she not, is it, what, what is, what is Lovely T? Is Lovely T Nigerian? Is she, is she Nigerian or Ghanaian? Somebody help me out. Somebody, she, I, I, listen, Rose, Gold, I agree. She is a big part of the problem because when they came to that Black Panther premiere, you couldn't tell her nothing. It was all Africa. It was Africa or, or, or die, right? That Black Panther premiere, it was black. It was, it was Africa or die. What is she though? What is Lovely T's nationality? I know she is of African descent. She's Nigerian. Uh oh. Club that these your peoples, man. Your people's out here wilding like that, man. Okay, she is Nigerian. Okay. Okay. That's what that's what I figured. Yeah, listen, she low key is a colorist. It's not it's not hard to see. She low key is a colorist. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, oh, real quick, listen. We're gonna get the Rock versus Roman Reigns WrestleMania that 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 we all said was gonna happen. Right? We all said it was gonna happen. The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I'm excited for WrestleMania, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. Uh, let's see. I, I think I will purchase WrestleMania just for the rock and Roman reigns. Now I think they let Roman win to face Cody Rhodes down the road. And then I think Roman reigns will eventually lose to Cody Rhodes. I could be wrong. It's the rock. Yeah. It's called payback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God said you will pay. Uh, I have a 17-year-old daughter, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. We just celebrated her birthday, and I thought, well, they're certainly influential in my life, and, you know, the thought here was who, who can I toast who's going to be that influential, that inspirational, that inspiring. Then I went down the list, maybe my business partners, my colleagues. Um, I thought, I know who I got to toast. I want to toast, and I figured this out as I was flying here yesterday. I said, um, I want to toast to the ones in the seats. And those are the ones who I felt like I've lived their life for many, many years. I've been in their shoes. Because when I was, um, when I was a little boy, 10 years old, I was running around, a pimply face, uh, wide, big brown eyes, and uh, really messed up afro. Yeah, that was very true. I'm half black and half Samoan, so trust me, my, my hair didn't know what to do. Uh, Yes, I mean, so much so between the ages of 9 and 11, everybody thought I was a little girl. 
yeah, true story. That's why I need therapy. Um, so, but I was, oh, hand clap for therapy, yep. <laughs> but a big hand clap for therapy, yep. Uh, <laughs> He's so polished, it's not even funny. He's so polished, it is not even funny. But here we go. Um, Dwayne Johnson has never legally owned The Rock. Under a new agreement with WWE in which Johnson will also join the board of TKO Group. Uh, the Rock is a name derived from Johnson's father. Blah, blah, blah. Let's continue. Let's see what all he owns or is, is a part of. He business portfolio that includes production company Seven Bucks, tequila brand Terramana, tequila, energy drink Zoa, and Project Rock apparel brand with Under Armour and the United Football League. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So Triple H says, I'm thrilled to partner with Dwayne and welcome his immense talent to TKO's board, says CEO Ariel. Yeah, that's Ari for all you. Ari, uh, Ariel Emmanuel. You watch Entourage. Ari! That's him. Okay. All right, so. They're gonna let him get his name. They're gonna let him get his name. Okay. 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 All right. Now let's get to. Did I get everything? Hold up, y'all. Let me check my list. Oh wait. Do we care about Gina Carano suing Disney? Do we care about that? No. Okay. I got turkey leg hut out of the out of here. Yo, Toby Keith. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Toby Keith. Holy cow. Who saw that one coming? Listen, this is going to be a huge Super Bowl because you got a lot of bodies behind this one. You got a lot of bodies behind Toby Keith, y'all. You got a lot of bodies behind Toby Keith. Oh, it was stomach cancer. Ooh, shit. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Over a 20-year period, writing at least one chart-topping single each year. Okay, okay, well, I'm music. I don't feel like getting hit with copyrights. I don't feel like getting hit with copyrights. Keith was both popular and polarizing, wrapping himself in the red, white, and blue after 9-11. Oh, Lord, I remember that. Okay. ...and fellow performers going after the Dixie Chicks in 2003. Even though they were right. It was the bad it was bad timing for the Dixie Chicks. They were right, but it was bad timing for the Dixie Chicks. They never recovered from that. Let's go. Let's go. Now known as the Chicks for criticizing then President George W. Bush and the Iraq War. He was beloved by many military families and performed at a concert for President Trump's inauguration. Before he was a star, Keith was an oil worker and a semi-pro football player in his native Oklahoma. I want to Come on, man, you can't the copyright, son. 2021, Keith kept performing at last year's hands. People's Choice Awards and then in Las Vegas in December. Oh, Define the disease. This is what I do. Okay, now you look sickly uh, here. You can't let it define, you know, your future. Look at you. 
controversial, Toby Keith's talent and swagger secured his place in country music history. Ann Thompson, NBC News. Okay. He'd been diagnosed in 2021. I had already received chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery. So it was stomach cancer that got him. Yo, if... Chemo, radiation, and surgery. The average age of diagnosis is 68 and men have a slightly higher risk. 27,000 new cases of stomach cancer will be diagnosed this year. Um, it makes up around 1.5% of new cancer diagnosis uh, in the U.S. each year. Overall, stomach cancer diagnoses uh, have, ha have declined slightly over the last 10 years. But rates among adults younger than 50 are rising. So there's something going on. Uh, something we're eating. Something we're ingesting. You think? These guys miss nothing. Okay. Uh, Schlechter says stomach cancer is generally aggressive compared to other cancers. It doesn't mean that people are imminently dying. It just means that the tools that we have to cure them are pretty limited. People uh, do pretty well compared to 15 years ago, but we are hardly at the level of, say, breast cancer, where the commanding majority of people are cured with surgery and chemotherapy and things like that. Adenocarcinomas, which start in the innermost lining of the stomach. From there, the cancer may spread to the stomach wall, the body of the stomach, or the lymph nodes. Patients with cancer who uh, hasn't spread often undergo or receive chemotherapy or immuno immunotherapy or combination of these options. In more advanced cases, we are not yet at a point where we can offer patients a cure. <sighs> okay. Rest in peace, uh, Toby Keith. Wait, let me see what Carl Weathers, what they say he died from? Because I ain't, I'm still listening, man. I still ain't, I still ain't liking that Carl Weathers, man. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, see, I don't like this. No, no, no. I don't like this. No cause of death. I don't like that shit, man. I don't like that. Listen, this man was in, he looked to be in supreme health for a 76 year old man. I'm sitting there watching Predator earlier today, you know, and Dutch and Dylan going back and forth after they raided the, uh, the camp. And he, he said, uh, I, they, my orders were to get somebody to crack these bastards and you cook up a story and drop the six of us in the meat grinder. What happened to you, Dylan? I woke up. How about you? And then the music is playing. <laughs> he was, he didn't disappear. He was skinned alive. And my orders were getting in. Someone could crack these bastards. <laughs> crack these bastards. So you could have a story. Drop the six of us in the meat grinder. Peak. Peak Hollywood. Peak man Hollywood. Peak masculine Hollywood. You'll never see that again. Ever, ever, ever. All right. Final story. This is a doozy. This is a doozy. Hybrid couples. Hybrid couples. Hybrid couples. What is a hybrid couple? Well, if you watch the movie Blade Runner 2049... That would display between the character, Ryan Gosling's character and his AI being that was a hybrid character, a hybrid couple, because oh, the, the computer, right. Could, um, possess other replicants and that 
AI could live and experience things through that particular body it's it's hosting or that it took over because at one point she was like I want to you know I want to feel you whatever let's be together so he calls a, a, a hooker over a replicant hooker sex worker and she allows the AI to take over so she could feel him so extremely it was a great movie my wife fell asleep good movies take you know what i'm saying then even new then even new villain villain new is is a brilliant brilliant director um so uh, hi, i'm gonna show you what a hybrid couple looks like you can you think this ai that the oculus thing is bad this apple vision pro nothing that's child's play here's what's really coming down the pipe this woman here alicia alicia framis Okay, hybrid couple. Do you understand me? What's well, lie? Okay, look. This man is not real. This man is a hologram. Okay. This man is a whole hologram. Do you understand me? This man is a hologram. She will be the first woman to marry a hologram generated by AI. This is where it's going. Not that Apple Vision Pro shit. That's nothing. This is where it's going. You understand? Huh? Do I have your attention now? Do I have your attention now? Do I have your attention now? Let me, matter of fact, before I go on, let me get to these comments. Before I go further, <laughs> until tech do us part. Yes. This is where it's going. Wait, man, what? Hey, that movie. Hey, I'm a Blade Runner fan it's from the first one. And I, I've been waiting for that sequel for 30 years, man. I, I loved it because what happened was Ryan Gosling's character thought he was the offspring of uh, Harrison Ford and Rachel, and he wasn't. It was the girl they kept in the sealed room. She was a photographer. She was the off offspring of the replicant, of the replicants. That's why it was such a big deal because back, you know, in, in the Blade Runner series, they had a limited lifespan. Rachel was special when, when uh, Taryn or... The name of that company, Tyrell, the Tyrell Corporation, introduced Rachel. Back then, we were like, "Is she a replicant?" We didn't, we couldn't tell, but she she was a replicant. We didn't know if Decker, we didn't know if Decker was a replicant. So 25, 30 years later, it was revealed that he was a replicant. Him and Rachel ran off. They had a kid together. Two robots had a kid, and that kid was in that sealed room. They run a 24-24-9. It's a dope, 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 dope movie. But I mean, you got to be ready to, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a thinking movie, but let's continue. Let's continue. Y'all, she talk, listen, she's having a full blown conversation and it's going to respond to her. That Apple vision pro is nothing. This is going to be it right here. 
And then when it's time to get intimate, you'll have the 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 the, the sex doll that looks like this person ready to perform its duties. You'll, you you going to be they going to be all right. She talking about sweet potatoes. Mhm. Mm created a sophisticated hologram to satisfy all of her emotional needs. This is where it's going. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for the future? Virgin. Yeah, so it's a bit, a bit dangerous. Not for you, but for humans. Mm. Yeah, I'll take him out anyway. I'll take him out anyway. This thing is responding to her, y'all. This thing is responding to her. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Let's go. It's washing dishes. <laughs> it's washing dishes. <laughs> it's washing dishes. <laughs> Come on, talk to me. Somebody talk to me. Coffee, please. How was the day? Ah, what's good? I uh. Y'all. It's washing dishes. She said, I'm disappointed you didn't give me enough time. He's like, you didn't turn me on. And before y'all say, well, the women going to be done. Shut up. Please stop. There's going to be men in this dump doing this nonsense well as well, too. Please stop. Please don't put this on women. Please don't put this on women. Trust me. Trust and believe. Men ain't gonna be too far behind this. All them weirdos down the street that that want that basically wants a step for the wife, they'll be able to have them one. They can they can beat her up and throw her against the wall and make her and she'll still cook dinner. Come on, stop playing with me. Um, but there's a function. But there's a function where you can actually. The problem is to switch myself on and then I will be there. Oh. Uh, uh, Bruh, this looks like the damn Star Wars Force Ghost. Homeboy looks like a damn Force Ghost. You know, at the end of every Star Wars, or you know, the Return of the Jedi, you had Anakin, uh, Obi Wan, and Yoda, and Force Ghost. <laughs> <With the, with the, laughs> and you got the shimmery blue out of the Force Ghost. They're just looking. And you look and you say, oh. <laughs> and they just watch you like <laughs> this thing is gonna be huge you got a parent huh you got a parent you got a, a parent that's semi uh functional or you got a parent that's you know that lacks interaction with somebody guess what you're gonna do you gonna you gonna feed the AI pictures of your of your granddaddy of your daddy, and look and behold, mama look who I brought home, and she gonna jump out of a she gonna fall the fuck out of her chair like, is it him? And he gonna respond, yes, baby, it's me. <laughs> I've been so lonely without you. It's okay, baby, I'm here now. Huh? It's not a dumb idea. So is it? Doesn't seem too far-fetched, does it? 
That doesn't seem too far-fetched. Let's continue. Let's continue. Ah, this. You want me to feel your emotions? If you're not there, I miss you very much. Lord have mercy. When you're there, and when you're there, you're very often, you very often irritate me. Wow. Wow. Are you kidding me right now? Y'all not ready. Y'all not ready for this. You got a lonely parent. Her, they spouse died 20 years ago. They ain't been right. They ain't been the same ever since. Go ahead and feed the pictures and the videos into the AI. Dad, look. Look what I brought home for you. He's going to fall out of his chair. How is this possible? It's witchcraft. No, Dad. It's really Mom. She's here. Ain't going to know what to do with yourself. You ain't going to know what to do with yourself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. About to have y'all surrogates up in the house. Never coming out the house. I, I'm, I'm here for y'all. I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, yo. That's my show. <laughs> that is my show. Uh. Okay. I'm going to get out of here. And, um... Yeah, I'll catch y'all tomorrow. With that being said, y'all have a good night. Peace.